Hello, and welcome to PTC Cast episode 33. Today, Chris and I talk a little bit about changing up your training routine and trying to keep yourself invested. We also talk a little bit about intermittent fasting and some of the air quotes rules that can come with that and different different subjects within nutrition and training that come with a hard set of rules that, to be honest, are going to come with some wiggle room and depend upon who you are and what you need for your goals. This is PTC Cast episode 33 brought to you by ProgressThroughChange.com where you can get your four easy habits for fat loss guide. It takes about 10 seconds to download and it'll give you four habits that can help you change your life. Check it out. Enjoy the show. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Everything's rolling? Yep. Cool. You took a break from lifting. Yeah, you, man. You are breaking from lifting. Yeah, it's been uh, two you weeks, hitting actually. the break. So it's been two weeks since you've been within the gym. Yeah. And I'm not going to... It's kind of weird. But I like it. What do you mean when you say weird? Well, because I haven't, you know, taken intentionally a break from the gym, um, you know, for like six years. Yeah. So I guess that's why it's weird. You know, during COVID, obviously that wasn't intentionally... If the gym was open, I would have still been powerlifting. And you were still curling basketball hoops and... Yeah, exactly, yeah. But doing now... Doing lateral raises with bikes. Yeah, and now, like, gym doesn't cross my mind. Haven't even thought of it. No, and when I do think of it, I'm like, eh, hmm. I don't want to go. <laughs> so have you been doing anything for your physical activity right now? Like, are you doing daily walks? Are you still, at first are you it still was dirt walks. biking? Like, what do you... What well, are you up to? So at first it was dirt bike riding. Um, the person that I was riding with that actually loads the bike, he just had foot surgery. So I have to wait for that to heal up in order for us to go back dirt bike riding. Okay. Um, so in the meantime, it was really just walks, but it wasn't consistent walks. Sure. But now that I, I got my bike shipped in uh, two days ago. Oh, your mountain bike that yeah. you're talking about? That's yeah, awesome, Not dude. shipped in or to the shop. And yeah, go pick it up. Yeah, I picked it up and... Um, I've been riding dude, the that's hell awesome. out of that, dude. That's so, awesome, man. Yesterday was the second day that I had it, and yesterday I went on a like a two hour ride just around that's awesome, man. around my town. And yeah, I was actually I know this is stupid, but I was thinking about riding here, but I was like, shit, that's like a four hour ride. That'd be a pretty far ride. Yeah, but maybe next time you can, dude. Yeah, because I didn't have a like you know any spare tires, um, any anything like that. I guess to be prepared like for it. Like your backup stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, eh, maybe next time. But I am gonna ride to uh, Irwin Park, which is about an hour fifteen minutes from my apartments to Irwin Park. Okay. Um. So I mean, that's a good like in between. That's a, I mean, that's I a lot started. of cardio, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's awesome. So, and when you go, fun. like, are you are you just enjoying? Are you trying to set yourself a pace? Are you just like, what's right your... now? I'm just enjoying. Yeah. Um, and listening to. Some audio stuff mm-hmm. and audio really books, just podcasts. Exploring. What do you got? Um, well, I have an app called like Y Music on my phone, which is just like a instead of paying for you know premium or YouTube premium, I can go in there and download you know whatever for oh, audio. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So um, as of right now, dude, it's it's been a lot of uh, psychology stuff okay. that I've been listening Interesting. to. Interesting. So. I've kind of just been devouring that while um, riding. And again, when I ride, I just explore. I just go, you know, wherever I want to go. And the cool thing, or I guess what I try to make myself do is like explore as far away from my apartments as I can Mm -hmm. so that I have to go back. Yeah, find your way back. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's funny that you say that because it's like every time it's, I I think about that in the mornings when I'm walking Cora, it's like, all right, whatever distance I'm going, I got to come back too. So it's like, 
you guys got to keep that in the back of your brain. No, I think, I think that's awesome, man. That's a really good way to like, you know, keep yourself moving and keep yourself healthy while you're taking a break from the gym. And I personally mm-hmm. think there's a huge benefit to just being outside, especially this time of year where you can get some sunshine, get some yeah. vitamin D and, you know, enjoy that break from the monotony that can be weightlifting, you know? Mm. So, and you know, with the bike riding, like you can, you can go a different direction every day, man. You can just take yeah. a different turn. You can just kind of wing it and, and see where you land, you know? Yeah. So I think man. that's pretty cool. And one of the silly <laughs> things, you know, when I was, I guess, being obsessed with, uh, lifting is I wouldn't go outside in the sun because it would kill my performance in the gym. <laughs> so now I kill, I feel like, you know, kind of more free, Yeah, you know, being able to go out and, actually do shit that i wouldn't allow yeah. myself to do before do you think it would actually perfect your, or excuse me would you do you think it would actually affect your performance in the gym like being outside all day or do you think i think for powerlifting be, it would yeah um especially for the main lifts mm-hmm. but you know if i was just if i wasn't powerlifting which i've actually been thinking about this um then i think it would be an even greater addition um to you know going outside and or i guess it wouldn't be a hindrance you know going outside yeah. no and i agree going I, into the gym. I, I think it's all net yeah. positive you know maybe yeah, if exactly. you are talking about trying to power lift at the top level it's not going to be especially if you're doing like a couple hours in a day but i mean mm-hmm. as far as like health goes man and as far as like it's you obviously haven't lost any lean tissue or anything over the last week mm-hmm. two weeks so it's like you're, you're definitely doing a good job of taking care of yourself so i think that's cool man and it's an important topic to discuss because you know sometimes we get so buried within whatever maybe our specific goal or approach is that it seems like there's nothing else you know it seems like the only thing you could do was power lift and yeah that the train squat you know what i mean yeah Yeah. and so it's like now that you've just kind of essentially opened a new door for yourself as far as approaching your health and wellness goes which i think is is really cool man have you um found it adjust like anything as far as your mood your hunger levels like your sleep like have you noticed it carry over to anything else in your life dude so mainly my sleep really yeah so when i was powerlifting um you know i would spend sometimes like at least two and a half hours in the gym and on the really um taxing you know leg days sometimes it would go to like yeah, yeah yeah just ridiculous amounts of time for sure and in order to recover from that i guess i had to sleep a lot yeah. Um, now that I'm, you know, haven't lifted, uh, I seriously feel like I can stay up, you know, for a ridiculous amount of time mm-hmm. and I don't really need as much, uh, sleep. Like it's been a night and day difference when yeah. it comes to sleep to the, the nervous point, system probably just isn't as taxed just from yeah. not having to do those all out one rep maxes and, and things like that. You know? Yeah. It's been to the point where I actually have to force myself to, you know, go to sleep and, it's crazy now that I'm like, wow, there's so much time in the day. Yeah. And okay, I'm saying all of this, like kind of like all the benefits sure. as to not, you know, lifting. But, but it's, it's it's just in reference to where the you way were, that I was you know? lifting. Yeah. You know, I was lifting probably I was probably spending too much time yeah. in the gym. Yeah. Um so this is like, yeah, just the opposite side of the spectrum for mm-hmm. me. And I know that I'm just enjoying it right now, but you know, I'm sure in a couple of weeks that I'm going to be excited to, you know, go yeah. back into the gym and yeah, to start improving that part of my life again, Yeah, because it's, it's something that's always going to be a part of my life, you know, yeah. lifting. Um, you just need a breather. 
Yeah, I just need a breather. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And it's it's funny that you mentioned that because anytime that I either take like a family vacation or just a light week of training or even just, you know, whatever, miss a couple sessions so I'm out of the gym for a week, whatever it is, I always find that it's like as soon as I get back, you know, maybe there is one session, maybe two of like feeling the water and trying to, you know, figure out where you're at. But it's almost like that excitement is there again. Yes. It's, and you know, I also in that moment try to incorporate just some different challenges and, and different things I might not usually emphasize to keep that excitement there. Mm-hmm. Whether that's something along the lines of like, you know, maybe I'm going to challenge stability instead this time around, or maybe I'm going to focus on sticking with one weight and just upping the reps every week, or, you yeah. know, I'm going to work on tempo. You know what I mean? Just finding a different way to be challenged. Cause I feel like, and we've, we've discussed this before, so we don't have to go too deep into it, but a lot of what powerlifting is and it's monotony. And that's a lot what a lot of what bodybuilding is too. It's monotony. It's being able to to do the same thing over and over again, love that process and, and get better at that process. But, you know, when you start to give up everything else in your life and put your entire focus and lens on this one routine of monotonous, mm-hmm. move the bar from point A to point B, it can drive you crazy after, you know, whatever, 10 years or however long you've been doing it. And so I think it's really cool, man, that you've been kind of you've you've made this shift where you're trying something a little bit different and now I think whenever you do go back in the gym either you won't put as much emphasis on those big 3 right off the bat or even if you do it'll be a little bit more enjoyable and maybe you'll find some other things you can you can challenge while you're in there you know so sometimes I think it's good to just you know I'm going to say the phrase like take your foot off the gas but literally like get out of the car take a second and then get back in like you know what I mean yeah. like it's it's okay to take a pit stop man you know so I, I think it's I think it's really good that you've been doing that. Um, and I also think like I think our joints, tendons and ligaments can all benefit from, you know, a certain period of time off, whether that's seven days, 14 days, 21 days. I don't know. D- depends who you are. But I think we all can benefit from a time period of maybe not as much or very little resistance training, a, a decent amount of movement, whether that's walking or biking or whatever, like mm-hmm. light impact trying to keep stress as low as you can and basically just giving your body a chance to recover, you know, giving your body a chance to, to breathe, to resensitize to all that stimulus, to just have a second, you know? So I think that that's something that's, that's really beneficial. You know, I've, I've actually seen quite a few body transformations happen with people just, I say body transformations, excuse me, quite a few like significant weeks of reduction in body fat, pulling out resistance training and just focusing on walking, sleeping, and lowering stress. And so I've always thought that that was really interesting. And of course, these are like small periods of time over the long term. Yes, you want to be resistant training. Yes, you want to be trying to get stronger and building lean tissue. But at the end of the day, you do have to recognize that it's a physical stress on your body that requires a certain amount of recovery capacity. And sometimes it it can help to just take that stress out all the way or whatever, 75% of the way for a certain period of time. Yeah, it is weird uh, living without, um, you know, the pains and aches and all of that because how weird it's, yeah. it's, it's weird not having in panty pain yeah, yeah, I know, like, right? yeah. That's, I, that's i think that that's also why i'm enjoying this time off is because you know like having joint pain and all of that that was kind of i'm sure that that was because i was training wrong but at the same time that was like a part of my you know normal life like it was normal to be sore as hell yeah. you know all day yeah. every day i mean even if even if you're talking about like a good muscular sore yeah. or whatever like i mean it still it still sucks to sit out on the toilet or to get in and out of the car or, yeah, you know to what i mean cautiously do that yeah stuff exactly slowly yeah, yeah yeah um but i think whenever i do go back into the gym yeah it's gonna be like a um 
like maybe a rewind button, you know, mm-hmm. to where my body's gonna, you know, enjoy doing what I'm doing yep. again. And my mind's gonna start figuring out like maybe some creative ways to, uh, lift, yep. um, rather than what I was doing before, because, you know, before I was training the exact same way with the exact same accessories, yeah. you know, for years on end. So yeah, it just got to the point where, like you said, the monotony, like it, I started noticing it and I guess that kind of killed it for mm-hmm. me. Um, but now when I get back into it, you know, I'm going to be doing it different and yeah, trying to have some fun with it. Yeah. And the fact that it, that it is different, you know, yeah, it's that monotony will be gone. And it's really interesting, man, because in the confines or maybe I shouldn't say in the confines, maybe that's the wrong word, but within the topic of progress, right? Novelty is totally irrelevant. Like, having something new or fun or like air quotes different Mm -hmm. is totally irrelevant as far as progress goes. You could theoretically do the same thing forever and keep getting stronger and better at it. You know, so long as you're injury free, recovering, right? All those ducks in a row. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, like novelty doesn't matter except for your enjoyment. And that's Mm -hmm. when it's like, to me, that's when, that's what makes it one of the most important things maybe for some people, you know, because it's like one of those things where I personally, I like to follow pretty much the same program to a T for anywhere from like four to 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And then I usually just scratch it all and start and start over. And whether that means like I keep in some same exercises or change some different things depending on what it is. But, you know, I have some clients, man, who it's like, okay, pretty much every session looks exactly the same because I can tell that that person is is dug in, is enjoying what we're doing, is at a good spot, doesn't feel any burnout or anything like that. And I don't need to do any sort of novelty or anything creative or anything like, you know, and and I'm I'm using air quotes like fun. It doesn't mean the, the boring, monotonous stuff can't be fun, but I'm just saying from a standpoint of like, you don't need to make up random things just because unless you enjoy it yeah you know unless it's one of those things that number one the exercise actually makes sense and is effective but number two like it's something different that you haven't done that you'd like to challenge and there's there's nothing wrong with that at all like the baseline of everything is adherence and if it's going to help you adhere to something by having some variety or having something different within there there's nothing wrong with that at all if anything you should probably keep doing that to keep yourself excited and i also think too on on another you know just to build on that a little bit, like I think some people tend to hit things harder when it's new yeah. because 100%. there's no like base of reference. They don't know where the ceiling is. They're like, figuring everything out. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, imagine you've been doing like a flat dumbbell press for like literally a year. Let's say for a year, your only chest exercise was dumbbell bench press. Well, then that year in, finally you change it to pec deck or to cable fly or something. And even though like, you know, resistance profiles and bracing and alignment and all those things aside, like sometimes literally just changing the exercise so that it's something different is exciting enough to make you want to work harder again. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Like it's just that like, Ooh, let's get it. And I, I'm kind of the same way. Like if I switch from a gaining phase to a dieting phase or a dieting phase to a gaining phase, or I switch which, which muscle I'm currently focused on, you, you know, hit it harder than prioritize. Before, yeah, right? exactly. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it can just be that, that mind switch, that that novelty, that like gets you fired up, you know. Because it's different, and yeah, it's a challenge sometimes. And then, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's fun to dive in to things whenever it is a novelty, because yes. you're figure. Yeah, you're just processing so much information, yes. and you're learning so much. Even if it's, you know, like with a pec deck, you're you're not doing that for like a long time each set. Like maybe maybe a set will last like a minute or something, mm-hmm. but. 
in that minute. You're hitting like, it. Yeah, and your mind is going like, yeah. okay, feeling this, feeling mm-hmm. this. Okay, let me push yeah. it like this. And yeah, yeah. Part of it, I think, as well. It's funny that you you brought in like where your mind is with that. Part of it, I think, is just the focus as well. Oh, you do yeah, the same 100%. exercise every single time for a year or, or five years or ten years you or whatever. Don't have like to be as focused. Eventually, like you're because it's like a muscle memory. You don't have to think about it. Which could be a good or a bad thing, right? Yeah. Like if you don't have to think about it, well, great, you've got it on lock. But are you so lazy that you're not thinking about it, or are you just that locked in that you're not thinking about it? There's there's two different yeah. two different thought processes there, and you got to respect the weight every time because that's a that's a way injury can happen for sure. Oh hell yeah! Is thinking you've got it on lock, not paying attention, and then moving the wrong way with that's how I messed a significant up. Amount of load. Yeah, that's how I messed up. I guess I don't know if it was the trap or the scapula. Um, something in there. Yeah. But that's how I messed that up because I did the deadlift a shitload of times. And one time while I think it was warming up or my top set, it was after my top set, I picked up the weight and then I kind of just nonchalantly let it down and pop. Something yep. just popped there and <clears throat> shit. It's still, it's not as bad now, but I mean, shit, that was like a four, mm-hmm. four month long injury yeah. now. And you know, if I'm on my computer typing, it'll get tight. And then sure yeah. enough, I would like stretch it out and it'll go. Yeah. Why? Just because of that one time where, yeah, I guess I didn't respect the movement yeah. and got lazy with yeah. movement patterns instead of, uh, you know, being focused and, it, and doing what I should have done. And it's wild too, because it can just take, it just, can just be all those stars aligned in that one day and you yeah. just, it just wasn't there. You know, I, um, I had that serious deadlift goal for a while and I got all the way up to 310 for 10. I was trying to hit 315 for 20 and mm-hmm. I had to go ahead and, and put it on a pause because I, um, I, I messed up my back. Not terribly bad. Like, you know, I could walk. It was achy. And, it, you know, if I'm going to take a shot in the dark, I'm going to say I, I pulled a muscle um, somewhere in my lower back. But basically where I was going with that is like the day that I pulled it, dude, I felt great. Like not after the pull, obviously, but it was like warming up and everything. And all my warm up sets felt good. Like my energy was there. Like I was having some caffeine. I was like bumping some music. I think I was going into work late that day. So I had slept in a little bit and it was like, man, I was feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like third rep felt something weird. And I was at the top and I was like, am I going to go again or not? And I decided not to go again. Luckily I just, yeah, yeah, well, you got to live to train another day, Mm. you know, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's enough to like. It's in those moments that I don't want to say you're not paying attention, but it's almost like you have to, you have to, it's like you're driving on the highway, right? You can't go too slow because then everybody's passing you and you're going to cause a wreck. You can't go too fast because then you're swinging by everybody and you're going to hit something. You know what I mean? It's like you have to find that right cruise control. So it's like, if you feel good, keep yourself in check. If you don't feel great, well try to try to audit it, see where you're at, and then maybe see if you can push the gas a little bit more. But if it's not there, it's not there, you know? Yeah, I think that that was also one of my problems when it came to, you know, doing the same thing for all those years is I kind of got overconfident with my ability to be able to do, you know, certain movements and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, certain weights Yeah. to the point where, you know, once again, man. <laughs> with the coaster, bro. <laughs> to the point where, you know, if something wasn't feeling right during the day, like, you know, maybe I wasn't able to brace right and my lower back was feeling compromised. Yeah. Well, in my head, I'd be like, yeah, I've done this shit for five years. Yeah. Nothing's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. And then I keep on going up to the point where, you know, I'm deadlifting with only my back. And, you know, I'm very lucky that I didn't go to Snap City <laughs> doing any of that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, there there are times where, 
I was done with those exercises and my back would be like, you know, toasted for a couple of weeks and, yeah. um, it would, you know, hinder my lifts for, you know, a couple those couple of weeks when I should have just, you know, backed off that yeah. day and, you know, maybe recovered a little bit more until yeah. the next exercise. So yeah, I guess I was getting uncautious, uncautious and yeah, I think this uh, break is just going to be overall good for me. Yeah. Um, kind of help me not take lifting for granted and um maybe yeah just get a refresh mm -hmm. refresh on uh lifting to so. make a little bit of a pivot there um has there been any sort of changes you've made um within your nutrition to regards to that or yeah, have you just kind of laid off with with tracking food or, or where are you at with that right now so this is kind of like an undisciplined <laughs> thing and then also in my head it's like a not needed thing when it comes to the tracking yeah like because I don't have any specific fitness goals right now, um, it's kind of just been winging it. Yeah, winging it. Yeah. Um, just making sure that I eat, you know, good foods and not bullshit. And yeah. I definitely need to eat a lot less. Or I feel I feel the need. I don't feel the need to really eat as much anymore. Yeah. Because yeah, back then like I was just eating so much food um, in order to. I guess maintain my energy, right? Because when you were were uh, training for that meet, you were losing weight on like four thousand calories a day or something. Like yeah, uh, four thousand two hundred fifty calories <sighs> yeah, a day. That's wild. Yeah, um, and then the days where I was training, you know, I would add in an extra, I guess, three hundred calories because mm -hmm. um, it was like a hundred grams of carbs that I would add in for my training sessions. Mm -hmm. So, and now I, yeah, I don't really eat all that much, but I. Now that I've been biking, I do feel my body like, okay, we need to eat. We yeah. need to uh, ramp this back up. Yeah. So I've unconsciously, I guess, added in by a ear. couple meals. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I got you. Yeah. No, I, I think that's awesome. I, I, um, one of the reasons I asked is, you know, maybe after I, I prep for this next show or somewhere down the road, I would like to take a period of time where maybe a week, maybe two weeks where I don't really do... I don't want to say I don't do any resistance training, but I definitely pull back and I really just focus on walking mm -hmm. um, and eating as clean as I can. Because really what I would like to, to see is kind of how how the body can adjust and how the body holds lean tissue without resistance training, but with optimal protein levels. That's, so that's exactly what I've been studying that's, too. Bro. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of something I've been thinking about a lot recently because I think it might be a little bit more helpful long term to, you know, maybe have a week or two weeks off the gym every year. And mm -hmm. within that time frame, you know, see if there's some serious reductions I can make in my diet just for sort of the same, the same kind of thought process, like give my body a chance to resensitize to everything. Yeah. Like just try to have a, a time period where things are a little bit simpler and less, mm -hmm. you know, cause it, it's funny, man. Like, and I think it's, this is, this can be one of those, the grass is always green on the other side, you know, kind of discussions, but prepping for this show right now, um, I'm 12 weeks out today and I'm eating six meals a day. Yeah. And the amount of time that I'm spending eating right now is just ridiculous. Yes. Bro. And it's like, um, <laughs> not only, and I'm not even talking about meal prep, but actually like microwaving food and then eating, eating that food. Yeah, man. And I, so yeah. Time, and I'm not going to sit here and like complain about it too much. Cause I know there's people who yeah. are dieting and work and it's grass is green on the other side, but like, Again, I think I would like to have a small time period out of my, my day or, or 
you know, maybe a week or two here or there where it's like, all right, have like a meal or two a day mm-hmm. and that's all. Then, you know, have a little bit more time to work or, you know, do the things that I want to do. Yeah. So, um, but no, actually I wanted to ask you, have you ever done any sort of intermittent fasting or anything like that? Yeah. When I, whenever I was, um, losing my weight, mm-hmm. um, I would cut my meal times off from, or I would only eat from, I think it was like 12 p.m. to like 6 p.m. And I did a, a three-day fast during that mm. um, time period. How was that? I haven't gotten past two days. I do like it. I feel like I feel like it's, oh, the three-day fast? Mm-hmm. I liked it. Okay. Like, honestly, it felt, it felt like a relief, yeah. um, you know, being away from food. Yeah. And then, you know, also a challenge. The, I guess the, reason why it wasn't all that stressful for me though is because i had flavored water oh okay so yeah flavored water kind of curbed i feel like if i was drinking like a powerade or like a sparkling water or something like that that Mm -hmm. that could make it pretty like smooth at least through like the harder periods of time but i've i've heard that well and like i said i only did a two day and to be 100 percent honest that wasn't very challenging at all and i felt great on it Mm -hmm. um but i imagine like in those challenging periods like a great tool would just be like some black coffee or some sparkling water or just some, some, something to kind of suppress your appetite a little bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, those things with, yeah, whenever you're fasting and I guess it also depends on what type of fasting mm-hmm. you're doing, you know, because if you're doing, I don't, I don't know if, you know, f- what am I talking about? I was about to say like, there's a specific, uh, rules to fasting, but well, I'm sure flavored when, water is not a when you say rule, like when you say what rule, it's and, and that's the thing. It it's becomes a weird discussion because it's yeah. like, okay, are you talking about like, you know, I'm not trying to put a name on it or anything. I'm literally just saying like, are you having time periods where you're not eating food? Yeah. But a, a, a follow up to that um, is, I have pretty much. I'm not going to say always because I have had you know periods of time where I'm training in the evenings or, you know, afternoons or something like that. But I have actually found, man, that I 100% am stronger and feel better on an empty stomach when I'm lifting. Really? 100%. Yeah. I've had a, I've really nailed a routine recently where I'm, um, lifting first thing in the morning. Um, so basically I get up, let the dogs out, I uh, have a cup of coffee, take Cora on about a 20 minute walk, and then I lift. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I've been using um, some supplementation. So I've been using a pre-workout that's a little bit of carb powder um, and some salt and some electrolytes, some that's other idea, electrolytes. Yeah. Yep. And then I've been doing an intro workout as well with um, just some essential amino acids and some other stuff for blood yeah. flow. But And that's not all super important, but kind of where I was going with that is um, I'm not sure if it's the maybe the mental clarity that comes with being on an empty stomach. If it's just the fact that I haven't had to sit down and digest anything, you know, I'm not really sure, but I have noticed that, you know, before, but now that this has kind of been my routine within this prep, I can 100% say that I am someone who functions better on an empty stomach. And I've had, um, a couple of clients here and there that do the same, but for the most part, I find most people prefer like a small breakfast or something like that in their stomach mm-hmm. beforehand. Where, where were you at or when you were lifting, kind of where were you at with that? Because I know you typically train in the evening, so you probably yeah. had a, a good amount of food in you by then, yeah? Yeah, so for me, for heavy lifting, um, it's a necessity that I have, you know, uh, quite a bit of food in me. Like sure. during, during uh, you know, that powerlifting prep, I needed to have, or in my head, I guess, I needed to have 
at least 3,500 calories mm-hmm. inside of my system. No, I'm sorry, at least 3,000 3, calories inside of my system. Really? So really quick, before you move on, um, how exactly, you know, I know it's just a thought process or a routine thing, but how did you kind of like come to that number? Like what, what made you think that it was like that amount of food? Because I'm not arguing that, uh, of course you need something fresh in your system yeah. and, and ready to go when you're trying to pick up 800 pounds off the fucking floor. Mm-hmm. But I guess my question is, you know, what if, what if you had done it with half the amount of food in you? Would that maybe have gone better? Um, I, I don't think it would have. Okay. Um, because I mean... It's kind of like a lot of factors because for this instance, like for this powerlifting prep, I I knew that I woke up at uh, at least 342 pounds. Um, 342? I mean, I'm sorry, 242. I was like, wait, a couple years in the history. Yeah, a couple years ago. I I weighed at least 242 pounds in the morning. And I knew that by after I was, by the time that I was done eating breakfast, my snack, my two lunches, and then my pre-workout meal, I would be at least 248 pounds. Okay, quick pause on that again. So that's interesting because you're basically using the scale as a measurement of how hydrated and full you were before. Exactly. I've never used a scale like that before. That's interesting. I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, so that's, and not only that, um, I do like being, I guess, more bloated or... I don't even know if bloated is the word, but just bigger just like in the like midsection. Having, yeah. And I'm dude, I'm the opposite. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, so only for strength training though, because the, it improves my bracing. You know, I'm able yeah, to, that's a good point. I'm able to get an extra, maybe half inch or inch into the, just pushing, you know, pushing like against your belt. belt. Yep. And that dramatically increases my strength. Yep. But I do know that if I'm doing any other type of performance when it comes to like a physical activity besides strength, yeah. um, being on an empty stomach, definitely makes me feel a lot more efficient um and i'm able to do things a lot longer have you rode your bike on an empty stomach yet not yet no you should give it a try man because um my last show prep i did last year in uh, 2021 uh every day <clears throat> for the last 30 31 days i did an hour of cardio every morning mm-hmm. i'm not saying that's necessary or you have to do that that was just something i wanted to try yeah. but where i was going with that is i always did it fasted and dude like hopping off that bike like fasted first thing in the morning with like my blood flowing and I usually would take like a vasodilator just so like some beetroot extract or something so good yeah yeah, dude I mean like my waist felt like super pulled in like Mm. I felt like had a little bit of a high just from being on the bike and you know the blood's flowing and everything my legs were all veiny and everything like it just it felt it felt great man like yeah so I don't I, I really enjoy being like on an empty stomach but I could see like okay if you're powerlifting and you're trying to move as much weight as possible i could see how that wouldn't be optimal i have a client um who i've I've really had a blast with he's um oh gosh i can't remember if he's 16 or 17 and i don't i i I don't even know how long we've been working together off the top of my head but he actually um had a habit of a really long time for a really long time um he would actually get sick during like every single one of our sessions in the morning Mm -hmm. um because he would try to eat in the morning and he never did anything crazy he would do like a bar or like two eggs or something Uh relatively light and it 
I wouldn't even say it was like the intensity of our sessions because, you know, of course we're working hard, but sometimes we would be like, man, maybe three, four sets in of like upper body, you know, we've yeah. done like two sets of dips wow. and two sets of pull-ups or something. And he had to like go blow some chunks. Wow. And I was like, dude, that's not like a normal thing. And so, you know, we tried it, we had him on an empty stomach for a while and he did great on that. And he just started incorporating food in the morning again, and he's done well on that. But it's just interesting how, how differently people's bodies can, can vary with what's in them, what's not in them and how they feel and how they don't, you know? And I don't know if that's a genetic thing, a digestion thing, a food choice thing, but it's, it's wild, man. But I, I know that I, for sure, like sometimes even on like, like today, like a Saturday, um, I'm not training today, but if I was, you know, maybe I could have worked my day where I could have done my work, had breakfast, we podcast, and then I lifted. But even having that one meal in me, I think I would have just preferred doing it first thing in the morning. And maybe it's just because I'm a hyper routine type A person that I love just keeping it consistent. It, yeah, yeah, doing it first thing in the morning so oh, nothing okay. else is going to yep. get in the way. You know, well, like you said, yes, the routine, but mm -hmm. more so just because there's there's nothing else that can get in the way if I know I'm getting up early enough to do it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It, it could be a weird combination of that, but that's something that I definitely encourage people to kind of mess with and see what they think. Cause you know, everyone's always like, Oh, you have to eat, you know, two hours pre-workout or you have to do, or you have to. And I, I just, you know, maybe if you want to sit here and have the discussion of like purely optimal or, or, and when I say purely optimal, I think I'm, I'm using that synonymous synonymously with the word perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't think perfect exists because I don't think, I don't think there's a true way to measure that. Yeah. You know, like maybe if my, let's say my digestion was perfect. Well then maybe, yes, it would be more optimal for me to eat first thing in the morning before mm -hmm. I train. But because I just said I'm a super type A and I like my routine of doing it first thing. Exactly. And then maybe There's too my, many factors. Exactly. Maybe my digestion's not perfect. And so it, you know, it takes food a while to go through. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm strictly just trying to open the conversation of optimal is always going to be within the confines of like you and who you are. There's yeah. never going to be like a what's right or what's perfect. I was just having a conversation with the guy at the gym the other day who was like, the guy at GNC told me that. Your body can only use, you know, X amount of grams of protein in a sitting. It's like, okay, man, maybe that's true. But like, do you mean to tell me if you beat the fuck out of legs for two and a half hours and you have 40 grams of protein post-workout that 15 of those grams are going to disappear because your body can only use 25? I just no, don't buy that. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just don't <laughs> buy that, man. Like, I feel like, I feel like so many people throw around like... And I'm, I'm more, I'm more so just speaking generally here, yeah. but I think people like throw around like rules and they just regurgitate stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the thing is too, is sometimes people are even like, well, it's cited in this paper or it's from this like meta analysis and like, man, that's great that you're doing your yeah. research and you're looking into it, but it's all going to be within a lens, within interpretation. You know, you looked at this resistance training study that was done on hyper novices that had never worked out before and you're someone who's 10 years into their lifting you know what i'm saying like there's it's just you can't you can't look at all this shit as black and white like as as corny as it is to say like a lot of it is trial and error mm -hmm. like make your best educated guess and figure out what works from you and move from there yeah and it's kind of tough to do trial and error sometimes when you know you do have those i guess preconceived um things that you're supposed to follow yeah. or that you know somebody else yeah. told you is the right way to do it yeah well you know, we get dogmatic not, yeah. about it too because because also when it's something that's important to you you feel like you're gonna you have to defend it yes yeah. and you're going to lose everything if you don't do it like like the post-workout anabolic window yeah. like if i don't eat within an hour of training what was the point of me just training <laughs> you know and it's like it's 
You really think if you have 40 grams of protein, you know, 59 minutes after your workout, that that's better than 60 minutes or 61 minutes after yeah. your workout. It's like, you can't be so clear cut with it, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, unless you're trying to like, unless you're like at the fucking tippity top mm. and you're trying to, you know, do something very specific that needs that exact thing for you. Yeah. Then okay. But yeah. guess what? You may not be that person. Mm -hmm. That needs to do that exact thing. Yeah. So, yeah, just if you can, try to experiment with some stuff and then draw your own conclusions. And if it works for you, do it. If it doesn't, then move on to the next thing. Yeah. If you feel the need to. Mm -hmm. I want a mic drop on that. Let me unplug this and just drop it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. Well, I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.